Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about sciatica or dealing with back pain. Are you ready to talk about this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Thank you for joining us today on the Senior Fitness podcast with Meredith. We really appreciate you swinging by. We got a great topic today. Uh, We're talking about sciatica. This is going to be new for me as well. We're dealing with back pain, especially in in seniors, in anybody who has back pain. It's a big problem. We're talking about that today with Meredith. But before we jump into that, we want to just give you a reminder that if you want to check out our podcast, you can listen to them on any any platform that has podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you name it, we're out there. You can also check out all of the exercises we have on YouTube, Meredith's workouts. You can go to our YouTube channel, Senior Fitness with Meredith. And last but not least, our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and get all of our latest content curated in one place and ready for you to consume. So with that being said... We want to jump into mm-hmm. our topic today, uh, sciatica, which is mm-hmm. something that I don't really know that too much about. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to hear about what you have to say, Meredith, about that. So <laughs> before we jump into the details, what <laughs> what is sciatica and why are we talking about it today? <laughs> well, talking about it, I think, because it seems to come up a lot with seniors and people that I talk to. They ask me, what can I have been diagnosed with sciatica. What can I do? What can I not do? Um, It's a pain that starts usually in the sciatic nerve, which is kind of in the lower back area. And it's a nerve that runs not only from the lower back spinal region, it goes through your gluteals all the way down the back of your leg. So it's a pain that we say back pain, but it can radiate down the back of your leg and your hamstring area. It can wrap around your hip and you have awful hip pain. Um, so it, although starting from the back, can end up becoming a, a very painful thing that is not only in the back at that um, time. It goes all the way down your leg and again, through your gluteals, in your hip, etc. So, um Yes, it just seems to be, whether it's diagnosed or not, and people say, I have sciatica, um, it just seems to be something that comes up quite often. And then again, any type of pains, especially in the back, are always asked about. Mm -hmm. And back pain is something that is very popular with uh, (laughs) not just seniors, but anybody who's had a back injury. Right. Uh, I mean... At some point in your life, it seems like you will you will probably be dealing with some kind of back pain. Yes, I think so. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you do get a lot of uh, comments and questions about uh, seniors who do struggle with back pain. I do, and um, it's again bringing it to actually sciatica. It's something that I think. Uh, you know, and I've talked about it before, I think people are diagnosed with certain things and they have ailments, but they're never told by their doctors what they can and can't do. So they, they worry. If something hurts, you know, what do we think? We shouldn't do something. So, um, which is quite the opposite. You should continue to keep moving because the pain will only worsen if you just sit still, basically. So you just have to be 
cautious and careful about what you do and um, learn and to listen to your body like we've talked about many times before as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's start at the beginning then. Um, what what causes this? What causes sciatica? What what are the main causes that puts people into this fear of the, back pain? The main cause is compression of the lower spine. And then it can be caused by, say, lifting a heavy box incorrectly. Um, so there's lots of different movements. If you twist the wrong way and you pull that nerve, it can be caused by that. Um, as we get older again, that decompression of the spine, the narrowing of the spine into the lower back is the main reason why as we age, unfortunately, it seems to be more of a norm and a flare up in that area. So, but lots of other little things, like I said, young people can get it, um, because it's something to deal with the back. So like you said, we're all prone to get something, an injury. Yes, unfortunately, but in older people with the compression of the spine and the narrowing of it, that's where it usually comes from. Mm-hmm. And with, with the seniors you work with and have talked to, what do they try to do to remedy mm-hmm. this back pain uh, that may just be, you know, with doctor recommended or not? What, what, mm-hmm. what kind of things do they find themselves doing to not be in pain? Um, well, that's when they come to me and they ask, can I do stuff? My back is really hurting. Um, I'm taking a muscle relaxer, That's which is great, um, but you can't rely on that forever. So can I work out? What should I do? Can I keep moving? Can I keep walking? Um, anything. What, sh- what stretches should I do? Which is number one. That's what it comes down to. Obviously, keep moving. But there are so many stretches you should do daily to try and help alleviate that pain so you're not only relying on muscle relaxers or other prescribed medications that will help um mask the pain that you have there but you're you're not going to make it better um and again it's something that is going to be around for a long time you have to learn how to alleviate the pain and what movements you can do to help with that mm-hmm and it's something that, like you just said, something that you have to learn with about your body. Right, exactly. What works for you and what doesn't. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's talk about exercises. And, and if you do have back pain, what kind of exercising should you be doing? Should you even exercise? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's, what's best for you? Yes, you should be exercising. Um, like I said, always continuing to move. But slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't jump into something, especially if you're having a flare-up and you're really having a lot of pain. Um, scale it back a little bit. Um, if you like to do water-type um, exercise and you have the means to do so, that's probably the best thing because you're taking um, all of the impact off of any joint and your back in the body so if you can do water aerobics swimming whatever you can do in the water is so beneficial it just helps um you get that movement in the body and then alleviates that pain as well if you don't have a pool or you don't like doing water aerobics light workouts so we're not jumping around and causing more impact on the body stay with nice light cardio walking um if you're just starting and uh, your pain is quite severe, then again, the water or doing stationary bike. 
just something where there's literally no impact on the body and you can even sit down (laughs) while you're doing it. So, um, and stretching, of course, that's a, a, a daily really working on stretching those areas that are affected that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Does that cause fear <laughs> in people when you say stretch your back and you're yes. dealing with back pain? <laughs> uh, that's kind of something that you maybe hear and you go, uh, and I don't know if I want to do that. Uh-huh. And you'll get the people who say I have this. And, and that's where I'll say you, that's where we have to learn how to tune into our bodies. There's a difference between feeling a stretch in the body and feeling a pain from something, a movement that you're doing. You have to learn how to listen to that because um, it's it's kind of right on the, the borderline in a way because sometimes you're like, oh, is, that, is that too much? Is that not enough? You have to learn to listen. Even as we age, listen to your body. Um, and then really, if you're trying something new, see how your body responds to it. Um, see how you feel later on that day. See how you feel the next day. Um, if you're getting worse pain and you said oh i was doing more twists yesterday seeing if that would cause a flare-up and it did let's take the twists out for a while or um, make them much smaller range of motion movements and then add on to that as the body starts to get accustomed to it it gets used to it it starts stretching in different ways then add more as time goes on or maybe you just might have a movement that is not right for you and it's never going to feel right. And that's okay. Because there's so many other things that you can do. Mm-hmm. We always think, oh, I can't do that. So I guess I won't do anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so many things that we can do. Just taking out one small thing doesn't mean stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'd like to mention that we get a lot of feedback on our website, on our Facebook page, on our YouTube videos from a lot of folks who say, I'm at this age, I have this ailment i used to be able to do this um and now i'm finding that i can do these things instead right to substitute maybe yes and that would also include back Mm -hmm. exercises definitely um it's very interesting to hear that so as far as exercising how often should you be paying attention to your back is when we're talking about Everyday activities, mm-hmm. like getting in time. and out of chairs. <laughs> All the yeah, time. <laughs> out, of, out of bed. And really focusing, and again, topics we, we say probably every single time we do a podcast, no matter what it's on. Focusing on listening to the body, like I've said numerous times during just this one. But concentrate on strengthening certain parts of the body to help build up a tolerance. So getting out of a chair is not just swinging your body to get out of a chair it's not just lower body focus on the core really strengthening your abdominals is going to help protect your back Um, we have to look at both sides of the body a lot of times we only work front of the body really think about how we have to be well-rounded when it comes to everything Um, we walk forward all the time then we don't think about the back of the body walking backwards even so Really focusing on strengthening in everything that we do, though, focus on how we're doing it. And we're all guilty of just getting up out of a chair quickly and then go, ooh, I got a little pain in my back. Or getting laundry out of the washer and bending to put it in the dryer and bending at the waist and then going, ooh, that little, little twinge in the back there. You start to feel things in the body and go yeah, I'm not doing it right. I'm not picking up the bag of groceries correctly. I'm bending over instead of 
doing like we've been told for since we were kids bend down from the knees really you know use your legs to help lift everything up don't put it all into your back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't put your back into it like yeah. they say yeah. like put your whole body like the whole body work when we're doing even the smallest of tasks we drop something on the floor really picking it up properly mm-hmm. even if it's just a, a paper clip or a pencil you know don't think it has to be a heavy object that we have to properly bend down to pick up even the smallest of things really working on doing things properly because we have to take care of our bodies and especially our backs once your back goes out man it's debilitating, it's debilitating. you can't do anything yeah. it's awful <laughs> it takes you out of the game for sure and, yes and, and uh, the more you suffer with it the more fear you that grows up about it right so let me ask you this and this is kind of a side uh, mm-hmm. topic but how is someone going to exercise or what should they do if they hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You have sciatica, suffer from sciatica, um, some kind of back pain, and have Mm -hmm. bad knees. Right. <laughs> um, you know, how's that challenge? <laughs> it just comes back to remember how to modify. We don't even have to, in order to get a heart rate up or to strengthen the body or to stretch it, we don't have to stand. You can do everything sitting in a chair. Um, being conscious and aware of your movements, what is hurting that day, um, and and moving forward with that notion in your head that, I can still do this, even if it's modified and sitting. Um, so that that's that's the norm with any senior. I think I if they tell me they have sciatica, I've already heard that they have bad knees and bad shoulder, and <laughs> there's mm-hmm. everything else, mm-hmm. hip replacement. It's not one thing or something else. It's usually a whole thing. Um, and again, just being aware, <laughs> mm-hmm. but knowing that you it doesn't hinder you from doing anything. Again, getting into the water, you're not, you're putting no, um, anything that's going to hurt your joints, mm-hmm. or if you don't like the water, modifying and sitting in a chair and doing stretches is not going to hurt any part of the body. It's only going to help it. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of workouts on our mm-hmm. YouTube channel that Meredith takes you through seated that are more stretching based, mm-hmm. very low impact mm-hmm. or none, imp- no impact no really impact, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that can help with, if you do have problems with your back um, things like that. Right. So what, what kind of percentage, what could, let's get some numbers. Do you mm-hmm. think how many people, especially in the boomer generation suffer from sciatica? Right. Like, I, I would say, uh, I don't, I don't know how many, and to be honest, um, number wise, it's a large number. And even if they don't say they have sciatica, um, there's 
back issues, um, probably majority, unfortunately. And sciatica, again, is not just back. It ends up radiating down your whole leg and your hip. So it's just and through your gluteals. I mean, it, it, I, you can't even find a position to sit comfortably once um, that nerve is inflamed. So um, again, it makes the person who's going through that, like we've all had things and we go, oh, I don't want to do anything because it hurts. Everything hurts. Um, but remembering that that is going to be the best medicine for you, so to speak, is to continue to move. Because otherwise, something, it's that whole snowball effect. Starts with that pain, you stopping from doing anything, and then something else starts to hurt, and then your health goes down, etc., etc., etc. So really continuing to move. But yeah, numbers, I would say back pain in general is... 99 percent mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> do you see mm. a um a certain drop-off in people who participate in your exercises when they do talk about having back pain or do you see people kind of de- demotivate yes get demotivated <laughs> from it i do and i think that's when i i'm so happy that they do come to me and ask what can i do because then i'll have eyes on them and and if we're doing a twisting movement and they're telling me their back is really hurting i'll say don't do the twisting movement and if you've watched any of the videos and i try and um make it known that say we're doing a, an ab movement where we lift a knee and we twist at the same time well if the twisting part is not there for you keep lifting the knee though you're still working there's other things that you can do um, or make your range of motion smaller. But yes, I think a lot of people, once they get that pain, they're afraid, of course, anything with the back, any, anything in the body, but anything with the back, especially it's fear. And I don't want to keep doing it. Um, so hopefully they'll continue to, but people who have come to me and talked, I think it's just been wonderful because it takes a little bit of the fear out and they, learn different things that they can do mm-hmm. coming to the classes yes. and, and yes. learning do a lot of them you know a lot of people that you teach do a lot of them are they surprised at what they can do when yes. <laughs> when they start working out and start doing these exercises you know someone that is new and right. has just comes in or and is worried oh i might hurt my back but right. then do they get surprised i think so i think um not only do they get surprised at what they can do they get very surprised at how, when they'll come back to me and tell me, that their back starts to feel better. Um, Mm -hmm. That some of the pain has been alleviated due to things that they're doing. So it's almost that aha moment, it's working. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it does work. (laughs) Um, We just have to, again, listen and go slow and and, uh, keep going, though. Yeah, I think there's that stigma that everybody believes in is if you do have back pain, uh, if you exercise, you're going to make it worse. Right. Exactly. Which is not the case. No. Not always the case. Not always the case. Exactly. And again, no jumping around, no <laughs> lifting super heavy weights and doing movements where you're feeling that pain in any part of the body. Mm-hmm. That goes for anything, right? We always say do what feels best on any given day and any given moment, it's going to be different. So mm-hmm. not thinking I did it yesterday. I should be able to do it today. Get that out of your head. Don't, don't think like that. <laughs> Our bodies aren't made like that, unfortunately. So every mm-hmm. moment is different. <laughs> if you're, if you do have back pain 
and you someone does want to exercise or is going to try exercise, would you recommend things like a back brace or assistive Definitely. assistive devices or yes, things like that? Definitely. Um have known many people to wear those as they're doing exercise and not only is it good because it helps with posture and um stabilizing that area but it reminds them also um, because it's very easy to get into a groove and you're watching an instructor or anything that you end up doing. You're in the gym by yourself and you're going through your routine to forget that this pain is there because you're just going along. You're, you're so focused. Um, but when these braces are on different parts of the body, but talking about the back, then you remember, oh yes, I need to be a little bit more aware of that and what I'm doing and my range of motion, et cetera. So yeah, I think they're a great thing to have Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. to stabilize the body is it's very helpful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wearing assistive devices, back braces, things like that. Mm -hmm. Very helpful. Um, what about when you are, say you're laying down, going to bed, what kind of stretches should Mm. you do at the end of the night? Uh, you know, to, to make it easier for you to sleep, to get mm-hmm. in and out of bed, those physical movements that we do. Mm-hmm. What kind of things should we pay attention to mm-hmm. for um, that? We need to do a video. I've got so many good um, exercises, but those first thing in the morning and end of the day, just literally stretching from toes to uh, fingers, like lengthen the entire body. Then pull your knees into your chest, either both at the same time or just one. And really think about what you're doing when you do that. So you're pulling, say, one knee into your chest, laying down on your bed comfortably on your back. Um, The knee comes into the chest. You're not only stretching through that lower back, which is where that sciatic nerve is starting. You're going through the gluteal, which a lot of people have that pain through that, which is... um, going to help alleviate that entire area. And if you can keep your leg nice and straight and try and pull that towards um, your chest, doesn't have to be a huge range of motion, that's now getting not only your lower back, your gluteals, but into the back of your leg, which again is where that pain radiates all the way down, um, right to the back of the knee joint. So you're getting the hamstring involved as well. And that's Mm -hmm. all laying comfortably in bed. Like you said, before you get out of bed, if you have the ability to take a couple of minutes to stretch, get the body a little loosened up and warmed up, light stretches, especially at the beginning of the day, because the body is cold. Um, but really getting those those stretches in is is wonderful, wonderful thing before and at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And that's really, really good advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully if you're out there and you are suffering from back pain, uh, hopefully it's not debilitating. Right. And hopefully this mm-hmm. podcast is kind of giving you some information on what you can do if you feel like you are not able to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely visit our YouTube channel. Go to our website. Filter out for our stretching posture exercises mm-hmm. that Meredith takes you through. A lot of those things are very helpful to people who suffer with back pain low impact works workouts all of that is available on our youtube channel and our website so please please check that out meredith thank you for the information that was great really good good. hopefully this (laughs) helps you guys out there and thanks for joining us on this podcast and Mm -hmm. we'll see you guys at the next one
Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.